three, and a two, and one. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tokyo Shift. That's me trying a different way of doing it because uh, I didn't want Dom to be able to predict how I was going to say it this time. Yeah. Because I don't know how many videos she's already like mouthed my words. Anyways, I am Mel. I am also a person not named Mel. That's Dom. Yes. Um, if you're new here, uh, welcome. Uh, we like to talk about life and we like to talk about our healing journeys, just what's going on um, as far as our thought process goes with the changes that come our way and things yeah. like that. It's been a while. Dom, how are you doing? Well, mm. uh, I feel as per usual tired, but that's because I did the overnight last night. Ah, yes, so I'm working with like three hours of sleep. Mm. Um, I feel more in touch with myself, mm. if that makes sense. That's lovely. Yeah. Like I, I feel like um, I'm doing a better job at, which actually goes perfectly like hand in hand with this episode i feel like i'm doing a better job of not embodying everything that goes wrong around me mm. because i very much just because of how it was growing up i very much would think that everything was my fault like yeah. hobo johnson on the side of the road punching a random guy no that's a bit extreme i'm kidding oh but i'm um, like like if someone in my general vicinity was not okay I would embody embody that and think that I've done something wrong. So I would say that I'm doing a better job at, uh, I guess, being emotionally responsible. Ooh, emotionally responsible. That's a mm -hmm. new way of putting it. Mm -hmm. That's lovely. How about you? Oh, thank you. Uh, I am... Not so tired because I got to, I got to. You have a baby. I know. No, but the thing was because I was driving early here, Carlton took the night shift with the baby uh. so I could get a little bit more rest so that I could um, drive down safely. Okay. Um, so I think I've just been super busy, mm. uh, you know, with the work things and like the Patreon, uh, and um yeah it's just it's been fun i've been super focused Ooh. yeah that's nice the hyper focus thing that's been happening that's been real nice because it's just like sometimes you're in a mode and you're like i don't want to do nothing but i have been in a mode to do everything so <laughs> so at this point yeah yeah so i'm just trying to get shit done you know trying to be a boss bitch yes, um and yeah i feel i feel good i feel i still feel a little nervous about the future but i also feel really good about it i feel like the past few weeks has been really nice it's been real nice mm. it's been calm in my house and super chill and i love that yeah yeah. It sounds like um like you're you're more certain in yourself and I resonate with that shit. We I really do feel like the two of us have and maybe the podcast has been um helpful to this. Oh hell fucking yeah. I, I really do feel like you and I have uh which I guess that goes with emotional responsibility, but I feel like you and I have really been growing into our own and 
just learning what it means to be to really not give a shit and just like being certain in ourselves and like if you fuck up you fuck up but I feel like you and I have definitely grown to being more sure of ourselves and being able to um provide that self-soothing for ourselves hell yeah it took fucking long enough i mean i still there's still parts of me that give a shit about like what other people think there's a part of me i feel like i think everyone is used to being judged or is judging themselves and then is then um putting that on to other people that they're judging them even if they're not like it's a whole like you know, yeah, clusterfuck of anxiety and judgment on yeah. like so many different um, like viewpoints and stuff. But mm. like, I'm getting to a better point. You know, people, not everybody's gonna like you, oh, yeah. or like not everybody's gonna like your content, and and it's just like, but we're gonna do this shit anyways, exactly, because we're gonna resonate with the people who who fuck with us heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, like what we have to say, or you know, even if they disagree, yes, it's a different yes. perspective, and the fact that. that they're listening at least is something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. Like, you you can't live your life thinking about oh my gosh, like what about this, about this, about because if you live like that, that first of all, that's not living. Okay, mm-hmm. you can't. But it it takes away your focus from you can use constructive criticism of course because it's you need you need constructive criticism oh yeah yeah. you need it yeah but to embody everything that someone is saying whether it be friend family stranger excuse me co-worker um to fully take that on is like it's so unhealthy yeah like you could take into consideration because Maybe there is something that they see and you don't. Maybe their delivery was a little bit off, but mm. the sentiment is the same. You, you know? cherry pick. You take yeah, what yeah, you exactly. can from it, you know, yeah. and and that's that's pretty much it. And this is the other thing. I told myself, like, after I had my son, I was like, I'll be damned if I fucking, like, leave this life not doing the things that I want to fucking do. Yeah. Like, I'm so... I was... I am so tired and I was extremely tired at that point of like just being afraid mm. to just go for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there have been multiple opportunities that I could have taken had I not let fear in like get in the middle of that. And I'm just like, you know what? Not again. Nope. Not again. I am here. We are here to stay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It feels good. That makes me think of um I promoting i went to see twice one of my favorite groups Mm. ever i went to see them and that pretty much was the gist of their whole tour the tour is ready to be and it's ready to be myself or like ready to be yourself so they actually had solo stages where for example one of the members is named momo so Mm -hmm. are you okay yeah (laughs) um so her solo stage on top it said ready to be Momo. And then for um, for Gio, it said ready to be Gio, ready to be Jungya. And it said like all the members when they were doing their solo stage and that pretty much was the whole point of this tour and their most recent album was to just say, I'm ready to be myself. And I thought that was so sick. Like obviously the music is good, but then when you hear the meaning behind 
the artistry and everything. It's really cool. And um, so besides the fact of those being my fucking bitches, like there was a moment for a split second where I was just watching them on stage and I literally, I felt no, no, um, what's the term I'm looking for? No, like pain. Like mm-hmm. I, I felt so, I was just happy to be alive. Like, In that I, moment. As, That's yeah, true, like, I, presence. Oh, it was nuts. Like, I didn't feel depression. I didn't feel sadness. And like, you know, the, these past couple of months have been... I've been in the trenches. I've been taking part in guerrilla warfare, but that's how. Like literally, you're just like. Mm-hmm. Um, before a split moment, I just felt bliss. Like watching them on the stage, mm-hmm. it was a little hot, but there was a little <laughs> bit of a breeze. There was a little bit of a breeze. <sighs> I just felt the warm air, the breeze, and it was the sun was starting to set, but it was still that nice blue. Yeah. And I literally was like, oh wow, like I'm here watching artists or a group that means so much to me and had their music has helped me just work through everything happy moments sad moments mad moments and i just really felt that like i'm ready to be me and in that short period of time i i really just was watching them on stage and i literally thought in my head like wow like I don't feel any pain right now. I feel so happy to be here and be me and be in this moment watching these people that I paid a fuck ton of money for. Uh, um, arguably, like, uh, half my paycheck. What? But, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, those are my bitches. Like, yeah. Also, concert tickets are crazy, but... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I just really, in that moment... And it was funny, because I kind of, like, laughed to myself, and I was like, wow, like... Like, I just genuinely felt happy to be alive, and... It's been so long since I've felt that way without some sort of catalyst making me feel that way. Like sometimes my friends make me feel that way where I'm like, oh, I'm so happy to be alive. And in this moment, being in that environment and being with myself, even though Kevin was right next to me, it was just the fact of, I just felt such serenity. I love that feeling when that happens with you. And you know what? I think that that also comes from being with your people. You know what I mean? There's a moment of like safety and security and you're having fun and you're, you know, you're, you're feeding your soul in, in different ways. And so it's amazing because that tends to happen when I'm with you and the guys, you know what I mean? Where we're just, I know. It tends to happen and where I, I take a moment and I'm like, oof, this is wonderful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love it. Like when we went for my birthday to the fucking, oh. the food festival. That was so much fun. It was raining. It was icky, but we were happy. I that feel like all fantastic. of us were so content. Yeah. And like the thing was, we didn't even spend the whole time together. Like we separated yeah. and we'd come back and we'd separate and we'd come back and somebody found another person. We had, yeah. oh my God, we had so much food. It was phenomenal. That was so much fun. We got to do that again. We do, but in the rain because. I know you love the rain. Yeah. That was, that's your, that's your shit. That's my shit. Oh my God. Yeah. That was so much fun. And it was cool because at the end we all regrouped and we were like, Oh, did you have that? I had this. Blah, blah. And yeah. then if we ended up crossing paths, we'd be like, you want to try this? Yeah. And then we try and then we'd be like, this is good. But yeah, we definitely got to do another food festival because that shit was so much that was fun. so good. If you've never been to a food festival, everything 
is cheap. Yeah. Like they give you samples and you don't pay more than $5 for the samples. But yes, it's fantastic to be around friends yeah. and take in that moment. Um, Cause you're just like, it's, you're just present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. I yeah. love it. Like being there in the moment and not being <laughs> stuck in past or uh, future anxiety. You're just there. Oh my god, it's, it's great. Bliss. Yeah. Just like why can't it be like this all the time? I mean for some people that's how they be walking around, which is I know. nuts. That's crazy. That's crazy. But congratulations. Like if you could do that shit, I'm not even hating. Yeah. Like just teach us how. I know, right? <laughs> teach me. Teach me. Shall we move on to our first segment? Mm-hmm. Alright. Here we go. So our first segment is our meme segment you sounded like will i am cool here we go <laughs> so as i scroll the internet slash interwebs um i come across some really amazing uh quotes and words across my feed because sometimes you need those words i just think they're fantastic conversation starters so mm -hmm. i have two for today so here we go one of the best things my therapist has told me. Stop assuming that people are mad at you. Stop attempting to read people's minds. Stop trying to manage the thoughts and emotions of others. Let people be in charge of themselves. If they have something to say to you, they will. And if they don't, it's their responsibility, not yours. And the second one is note to self. Don't break your own rules for anyone. It's okay if you outgrow them. Don't bend yourself to fit into their world when they didn't show up to be a part of yours. You are so much more than second best. They will never know how you feel if you don't tell them. So as you can see, or here, I kind of went on both sides of the spectrum, right? Because you have, um, like, the taking ownership of other people's emotions and and just constantly overthinking like oh my god they must be mad at me or like when somebody because i know my anxiety like if someone acts just a little bit funny all my like alarms are mm. going off because mm. i'm like did i say something wrong excuse me did i do something wrong our last interaction how did that go did i send a text message i'm like thinking about all of the times that I spoke to that person recently and um, and like that's not like healthy so I've been trying like at this point I I do two things either I just get the anxiety out by like just being like hey you know I'm feeling a little anxious about this but I just wanted to let you know that this thing didn't sit right with me the way that I said this thing or whatever it is and I'm not sure if that was bothering you or mm. whatever the case may be but I'm just letting you know that this thing this is and I'm sorry if this you know what I mean and then um they can either be like oh no or they'll be like oh okay you know what I'm saying yeah. which is fine and then like the other the other side of that is just like no they're an adult yeah if they had a problem with what i said or did which i could be totally fucking making up because that's what anxiety does sometimes yes, yes. 
It's like, oh my God, I think I breathed wrong when they were talking to me. You know what I'm saying? What if they <laughs> took it as as whatever, you know? So, yeah. Oh my God, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, I've curated my friends to a certain degree at this point mm-hmm. where like, you guys are all emotionally intelligent enough to tell me. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to do some side comment. Yeah. It's not going to be some, you know, whatever. You're not going to come out the side of your face. And this isn't me just saying you. I'm saying no, in no, general. No. Yeah. Like, and I trust and love my friends to the point where we are family. Mm. So, like, you, they could tell me. Y'all could tell me if, if you know, I did something wrong. Mm. And I just have to let it sit. Or yeah. if it did bother you, it's small enough that like it don't even need to be brought up you know Mm -hmm. what i mean sometimes it's that so i mean that's kind of what i was thinking about because i used to i still kind of do it every once in a while where i'm like oh my god are you okay are you okay and and that's annoying especially if a person is not okay but it has nothing to do with you and you're Mm -hmm. just like are you all right are you okay like tell me that that's not probably fucking annoying i feel like that's probably annoying i mean just ignore it. That's my point. No, I'm serious. Like, if I personally, if I feel like it's too much, where people are like, "You okay? You okay? You okay? You okay?" And um, like how you were explaining, I'd just be fucking not looking at it. I'm like, all right, like because when it gets to that annoying point, like if someone's checking in, then you know, of course, like yeah, I'm fine, whatever. Like yeah, no, I want to go fucking light myself on fire, you know. Oh, <laughs> She's always so graphic. Yeah, you know, yeah, that that can be annoying, but it's also then on the person who is on the receiving end of it to be like, I'm good, like I'm good. You keep asking me, I'm about to not be. <laughs> But I'm good, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just like kind of letting the person know where you're at. But also, yeah. too, you don't have to necessarily do that right in the moment because maybe you just need some alone time. You need a breather. But to have faith that whatever it may be that you're reaching out to that person about, if it is something that you did to have faith that they themselves would tell you that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but no, I get it. I get it. It's so stupid. It's very easy to create stories in your head, especially when you have anxiety. Like my therapist always says, is it, what does she say? Is this fact or fake, I believe is what she says, where mm. she's like, okay, well, you're feeling this. Is it a fact? Do you have evidence for it? Like concrete evidence? And then you answer accordingly, like, yes, I do, or no, I don't. And it's like, oh, that's what she says, fact or feeling? Is this Ooh. a fact or is it a feeling? Yeah. And then, like I said, she'll say, do you have evidence? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the receipts, you're like, oh, wait, maybe this is just a feeling. Mm-hmm. And realizing, huh. Because, of course, hmm. no one... Huh. Oh, huh, huh. Croissant. Um... Because no one truly knows what's going on in your mind. Yeah. So people are mind readers. It is what it is. Mm. And sometimes you make this whole spectacle out of something when in reality that person didn't even think about it. I literally did that. I literally did that yesterday. And I was just like, because I was quiet. 
and um and carlton was like in the garage and there's a part of me that's like should i tell this is this too personal well you can tell uh, well, it we'll see it yeah you... we'll see we'll see how i feel about it okay so i had a moment so <laughs> shit your pants fucking stupid so i had a moment um with carlton we're sitting in the garage and um i'm just talking to him or whatever and then at some point i get quiet uh because a i was thinking and b I was a little high. I knew it. I was <laughs> waiting for it. I thought that was going to be A. We're in the garage. He's getting shit done. And I'm just, I'm chilling, right? And then my brain just starts going, right? And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, uh, nothing, right? So pretty much I was talking to him about, we had a very fun night okay. the night before. Work horse, work horse. Girl. You be putting in the work. I did. In the gym, out the gym. I did. Let me tell you. Your mama, your daddy. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my God. Proceed. Um, but yes, no. So I did. And we had some really fun new things happen. Very nice. Right? Very yeah, nice. that was that was it was exciting. It was also very, very funny because in the midst of it, like he had to move his leg and whacked me right in the fucking head. <laughs> Not hard, but he got me. It like scared the shit out of me. Just like made me jump, you know. And then we're trying to be quiet because the baby's sleeping. It's a whole thing, right? Um, and so, and then he's trying to explain to me like how to like get Move. how to get into this like position. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and my hair was in my face, and like the sound machine is on. So I kept having to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where? What? <laughs> So, so then, um, it was a success, but it's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. So then, and then it was great, right? So the next day, my brain went into this negative um, story, which is so annoying when you have like a great moment and then your brain automatically goes in a different direction yep. to ruin it. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, brain! Like, leave me alone! <laughs> oh, my God! So, anyways. So now, fast forward back into the garage. Mm. I'm like, I don't want to tell you because it's fucking stupid. And he was just like, nah, just tell me. So I was like, all right, so last night. And he was like, yeah. I was like, there's a part of me that felt really self-conscious because I can do more things now that I'm working out more. Like, I have more endurance. Okay. Where And then I was like, I wouldn't have been able to do that thing if I hadn't been taking care of my body in a, in a different way, right? And so there was a part of me that was taking responsibility for, like, maybe, you know, we haven't, like, oh, shit, like, we could have been doing other things this whole time. He must think that I'm fucking boring. His other partner's probably been doing all sorts of flips and shit, the car wheels, like, <laughs> roundhouse kick, oh. the clothes off and the shoes, just like a twirl and then just land on it. Like, I don't fucking know, right? So I'm sitting here like just judging the fuck out of mm, myself. And this mm. is the story I'm telling myself. So I'm explaining this whole thing to him, right? And I was like, we've never done that before. And I'm like, you know, so so that's pretty much what it was. And he's just like, nah, it's just something I, I saw and I wanted to try out. Like, You're like, nah, bro, that was my first time. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, and he's like, do you feel better now? And I'm like, yeah. 
but like but like it's so it just feels so fucking stupid sometimes like when your brain like goes to that thing so and so that's why i'm saying like your brain goes and makes up all these different stories yeah and it's just like no like he i feel like i guess he would have said something sooner or like if if our sex life wasn't doing what it was supposed to do yeah 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 I feel like we would have communicated that like a long time ago. You know what I mean? Mm. But there's a part of my brain that still like kind of hangs on to the anxiety of like, it's all my fault. It's whatever, you know, he must be this or that or, and, and that, and that's annoying. Yeah. You know, have you ever had like a, well, obviously you've had the experience. Is there any experience that you can remember off the top of your head? That's like, oh, you totally made up this whole fucking story. Just for it to be like, nah, <laughs> yeah, that's not it at all. Yeah, I mean, one of the stories I can't talk about on camera, but like I've spoken to you and Carlton about plenty of times. Um, but oh yeah, there's there's been plenty of times where because I very much am an overthinker and very hyper vigilant with other people's energies where like you said just a simple exhale differently than how they normally do and i'm like what's wrong Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it has nothing to do with us nothing it's their internal world just wreaking havoc like they're fist fighting their fucking demons and then you're out there on the outside just like hey and they're like and you're like um sorry and the, mm-hmm. and, but really internally they're like you know not having a live laugh love mom, moment because like you know their dad never came back so <laughs> like yeah you know it it just like that that's kind of how it is like it's like my mother never loved me <laughs> internally and you're just and like ex- do you want to go get some chinese food and yeah then- and they're just like no and you think it's because of you but like like i said realistically it's like no they just filed for bankruptcy so <laughs> like so it's not you bro you're good oh um, my god but that's funny oh yeah th- there's been plenty of moments um where I've thought that I've done something wrong and I've given myself the responsibility of their emotions unprovoked, mm-hmm. unprovoked. Yeah. And I've come to learn that for the most part, um, excuse me, the people that I have in my life, excuse me, are pretty open about yeah. their emotions and, and they'll be honest with you about hey, I didn't like that you did that. And then we can have a conversation about it. Maybe they need time to cool off, depending on what it is. Roundhouse kick, (laughs) the clothes off and the shoes, just like a twirl and then just land on it. Like, I don't fucking know, right? So I'm sitting here like just judging the fuck out of Mm. myself. And this Mm. is the story I'm telling myself. So I'm explaining this whole thing to him, right? And I was like, we've never done that before. And I'm like, you know, so, so that's pretty much what it was. And he's just like, Nah, it's just something I, I saw and I wanted to try out. Like, You're like, nah, bro, that was my first time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And he's like, do you feel better now? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, it's so, it just feels so fucking stupid sometimes. Like when your brain like goes to that thing. So, yeah. and so that's why I'm saying like your brain goes and makes up all these different stories. Yeah. And it's just like, no, like 
he i feel like i guess he would have said something sooner or like if if our sex life wasn't doing what it was supposed to do yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like we would have communicated that like a long time ago you know what I mean? Mm. But there's a part of my brain that still like kind of hangs on to the anxiety of like, it's all my fault. It's whatever, you know, he must be this or that. or And, and that, and that's annoying. Yeah. You know, have you ever had like a, well, obviously you've had the experience. Is there any experience that you can remember off the top of your head? That's like, oh, you totally made up this whole fucking story just for it to be like, nah, <laughs> Yeah. That's not it at all. Yeah. I mean, one of the stories I can't talk about on camera, but like I've spoken to you and Carlton about plenty of times. Um but oh yeah, there's there's been plenty of times where cuz I very much am an overthinker and very hypervigilant with other people's energies where like you said just a simple exhale differently than how they normally do. And I'm like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with us. Nothing. It's their internal world just wreaking havoc. Like they're fist fighting their fucking demons. And then you're out there on the outside just like, hey. And they're like, and you're like, oh, sorry. And, the, mm-hmm. and But really internally they're like, you know, not having a live, laugh, love moment because, like, you know, their dad never came back. So, like, you know, it it just, like, that. that's kind of how it is. Like, it's like, my mother never loved me (laughs) internally. And you're just like, do you want to go get some Chinese food? Yeah, and they're just like, no. And you think it's because of you, but, like, like I said, realistically, it's like, no, they just filed for bankruptcy. So, like... So it's not you, bro. You're good. Oh, um, my God. But, That's funny. Oh, yeah. There, there's been plenty of moments um, where I've thought that I've done something wrong. And I've given myself the responsibility of their emotions. Unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Unprovoked. Yeah. And I've come to learn that for the most part... Um, excuse me, the people that I have in my life, excuse me, are pretty open about their emotions. And and they'll be honest with you about, hey, I didn't like that you did that. And then we can have a conversation about it. Maybe they need time to cool off depending on what it was. Mm -hmm. But I know that I'm I'm very hard on myself, very hard on myself. And my self-critic just fucking skyrockets. And... I know that I do that a lot with work where I feel like, oh my God, like I, I mess this up and, and this and the third. And I, I don't like disappointing people mm-hmm. because, well, one, I don't like it. Yeah. And yeah. two, someone could be mad at me, but disappointed. That's, oh, no, fuck. No. God damn. You don't even need to beat me. It's just like, I'm disappointed. Yeah. The intellectual slap. Ugh. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so uh, I'm very, very, very hard on myself, especially with my work and just in general on myself. But I take great pride in my work and I think that I'm a hard worker and I take pride in that. Like, you know, my, my parents raised me to when I do something, do it. Don't just half-ass that shit, especially yeah. for work. Mm-hmm. And um, my manager 
I won't name drop because I don't know if I can, but my command center manager, a lot of times I spiral like it's no one's business and I just start beating the shit out of myself and I go and I talk to her and I'm like, I feel like I've done this wrong, this wrong, this wrong and all of the other managers probably think that I'm not capable of something, they don't trust me with doing this, blah, 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 and I just really just beat the shit out of myself and it's so funny because she knows that's how I am now. Like pretty much most people in the office know that I'm very, very critical of myself. So it's so funny because my command center manager will be like, girl, please. And like, <laughs> like she literally talks me off of the ledge mm-hmm. because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I messed this up. And, and she's like, is anyone going to die? And I was like, no, but and she's like, exactly. It's not that serious. And I'm like. I love that for you, though. No, it, it helps me so much because, again, I very much just spiral and I mess something up. And to me, because it's not only just that I messed it up, it's because this person had confidence in me and yeah. trusted for me to take care of this thing and to do my job. And then to disappoint. No, yeah. yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can. I simply cannot because... And even when I don't know something, I try to go out of my way to educate myself on it and try to be very graceful or have grace with myself when I don't know something. But the conversation that literally goes in my brain and it's one time I I was spiraling pretty bad and just because of everything that was happening these past couple of months and my my manager um, knows about it. I mean, I see her every day. We're right across from each other. So... She, she knows what's been going on. And one day I just really was hitting a breaking point. And I was like, I just feel so emotionally drained and so tired. And I feel like I'm not doing a good job at work. And I feel like I could be doing so much better in the command center and that I'm dropping the ball and that people are just like upset with me because I haven't been delivering and putting my best foot forward and my notes could be so much better and blah, 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 blah. And she, she let me have my moment cause she knew that like, you I just had to get it out. I had to get it out. And it's very interesting cause she's a mom. So she, she sees the dynamic of younger people cause she has kids my age. So it's very funny because she's she, watching you like, she's watching me spiral and she doesn't give a fuck. Like she, she says all the time, she's like, I'm too old to be worrying about this. And I'm like, hell fucking yeah, bro. Mm. But I was just really spiraling. And I created this whole story in my head that all of the ops managers were disappointed in me. The CEO thinks that I could be doing better and I'm not. Like, I'm not putting my best forward. I'm not delivering. My notes are not what they are. And I'm just really dropping the ball. And... She Meanwhile, lets, she lets me have my moment. She lets me have my moment. And then she tells me, she's like, the truth is, yeah, she's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I just feel so emotionally tired. And maybe it's because everything that's been going on. And I just feel like it's affecting my work. And she was like, it's not affecting your work. She's like, if I can be honest with you. And she just complimented me on a lot of things. And she was just like, no one thinks that nobody thinks that if anything we think the opposite like you know a lot of people have trust in you in this company and think that you're doing good are there moments that sometimes yeah this could have been done a certain way but you know it it is it is what it is sometimes you're not thinking of the same method but you get it done 
Yeah. So she just shut that shit down of that story in my brain of, oh my gosh, like they hate me and this and that. And then sometimes the universe will sprinkle a little biscuit to me and I'll be like, why the fuck was I thinking that? Like, you know, like sometimes with my friendships, I feel that way where I'm like, oh man, like, cause I know I could be a very animated person. So sometimes the passion behind what I'm saying comes off as, uh, like I, I'm very passionate about things. So if I'm venting, um, about something, people will be like, whoa, why are you so angry? And I'm like, but I'm not like, I'm just literally like, I'm a very animated person. See, this doesn't happen with me because I'm the same way. So if you yeah. yelling about a thing, I know you ain't yelling at me. Yeah. You yelling to get it out. Yeah. Cause you pissed. Yeah. So like a yeah. lot of times, S- some people do that shit though. Yeah. Like they're like, don't yell at me. I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm yelling about the situation. But yeah. Not yeah. I'm just like, some people don't raise their voice when yeah. they're like, like some people are, it's, that's weird to me, but like we're Puerto Rican. You're also Italian. Like, <laughs> it's just like, we're allowed. We are allowed people. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know a quiet Puerto Rican? <laughs> do you know a quiet Italian? If they're dead. Oh my God. Jesus. Just saying. Terrible. Sleeping with the Maybe it's just a cultural thing as well. It might be. Because, like, I, I I, had a similar thing where I was, like, pissed off at something else. And I was venting to a friend. And, like, they were like, well, don't yell at me. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not. You, you're about to make me. I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. Yeah. I'm expressing my frustration. Yeah. But anyways, continue. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just okay. understand. Yeah. I understand. So just that whole thing also too of not taking responsibility for others emotions because it realistically is not yours to take if they're mm-hmm. having a shitty day they're having a shitty day you weren't the cause of it but it is very easy to feel as though oh man because your interaction with them obviously especially when you're hypersensitive to people Ugh. So um, people's yeah. emotions and energies and stuff. Then it's like, yeah, you then, feel almost yourself exactly, powering down a little bit. Yeah. Yes, yes, and you feel that, oh crap! Like I caused them to be this way, but it's like no, like they already came at me with that. So it it was nothing that I did, and if it was something that I did, I need to have faith that they are an adult and they'll vocalize that to me. And I actually was talking to Carlton last week, and I told him I was like, wow. I've been working just on myself and my my inner monologue and self-soothing and just my internal world as a whole. Yeah. And making it less abrasive and like on fucking fire mm-hmm. and making it a place of where I can reside in peace and That's not be good. fucking fist fighting demons every five seconds. Because it's just frustrating. You can't yeah. do that every day. It's very taxing. Very taxing on you. And I told Carlton, I was like, wow, it's crazy how your internal world affects your external world. And I was like, I think because I've been doing so much work on me and really doing my best to overcome that narrative of everything's my fault, because that's what has been projected on me for years. 
and especially during my developmental years. Of yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, that's a childhood trauma response. Yes. yes. Childhood trauma response. Uh. For real. Like, <laughs> you got a beat for that? I could tap the table. Go lightly. Okay. That's a childhood trauma response. A childhood trauma response. Uh, that's a childhood trauma response. A childhood trauma response. Oh, that was that good. good. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. My um, God. I said that the other day when um, I had like company over because somebody said something and I said it and it was like, oh, was it, crickets? it, it didn't hit. Fuck. It was crickets. And I was like, Dom's not here. You could have instantly just called me and said, Brooklyn. I would have responded accordingly. Thank you. But I, it was just um, like crickets, crickets. Man, like, they're whack. Damn it. No offense to that person if you're watching, but you're whack. <laughs> Oh my god. I thought it was perfect timing. It it definitely was. But you're a comedic legend, so thank you. But yeah, like because of that childhood trauma response, I'm hearing it in my in my brain. Yeah. Because of that and uh it really does fuck you up. So because I've been working on my internal world, world and I was going to say realm, and it was about to get real dungeon and dragony in here. But, I like um, it. I like thanks. it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just told Carlton, I was like, wow. Like the narrative really changes when you work on your internal world. That's what the affirmations are for. Oh though. my gosh. You know, they help. I know yes. it sounds corny. Like don't, like, because at one point I thought it was... A little corny, right? Mm. When I tell you that's when I started to love myself more. It's just yeah. like you go in the mirror. You say one nice fucking thing about yourself. And then you keep doing that shit every day. It really does reprogram. So whether it's music or the things that we say or you find it on your own, affirmations really do help. Yeah, They really do. And high-fiving yourself in the mirror. Mm. I pretty much do that every morning as I'm driving to work. I'm like, okay, I'm smart. I handle problem solving pretty well. And if it's an issue that I can't figure out, some sort of solution will come about. Like just like stuff like that. You got to do it, man. And then I look in the mirror and I say, okay. And I high five myself and that's it. And it really does. I didn't believe it. But it really does. Like high fiving, mm-hmm. it does make you feel kind of happy. So I wink at myself when I look cute. Is it a good wink or bad wink? No, it's pretty. I'm like, wow. Imagine I'm, it's like I, this distorted thing. Oh my god. No, I think it's a cute wink. Okay. Just this, a little. I'm like, oh bitch. Ah, you're looking good. I don't know. Are I you the- single? <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. them. I have some affirmations taped to my mirror. Oh. Yeah, they've been there for a hot second. So even if you're not reading it to yourself, your your eyes still see it. Yeah. Your brain is still getting that message. You know what I mean? So it's like, do it. Yeah. Do it. You deserve to be happy. Yeah. You deserve to love yourself. You yes. deserve to love the moves that you're making yeah. and make the most of this life, which is why I was like, we got to do this fucking podcast. I've been concocting and, and plotting and planning for quite some time because I didn't know what I was going to do in the creative space. 
But I knew I was going to do something. Yeah. And then it hit me mm. that this was what I was supposed to be doing. Whether it's the, for the now or for the long term or whatever it is, I knew that I needed to be in the creative space. Because mm. my body thrives off that. My brain, my soul thrives off of like stuff like this. Yeah. So, hell yeah, girl. I, I really do feel that we've grown so much. Girl, yes. I really do. I, I feel the fucking same. Mm, you could see it when we talk about things because how you how you speak about something, your perspective. Yeah. It, uh, that was the other thing I told Carlton. Your perspective is fucking wild. That's like Carlton's when quote. Yes. When you're not good internally, your perspective externally is wicked. But if you're secure and your internal internal um dialogue dialogue it thank you you're welcome and your internal dialogue is one that's healthy Mm -hmm. and reassuring of yourself hold yourself accountable yeah but not bullying yourself Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy i started doing some more um a little bit more reading a little bit more watching and listening when it comes to setting boundaries Mm. because people are i used to have this interpretation and i feel like that's the common interpretation of it but now i've made this shift um so like a boundary being like you're not gonna talk to me like that or um like just you know i'm not gonna be treated this way or whatever the case may be right yeah that's not actually the boundary i think it's like you can hold you can have a standard i think Mm -hmm. but a boundary is for yourself Mm. So like, it's not about you telling other people what they not about to do or what they are about to do. It's about you holding yourself accountable and being like, if you continue to speak to me like this, I'm going to have to stop talking to you or I'm going to remove myself from the situation because what's the consequence? There has to be a consequence. It's not just about you going to do this thing because I fucking told you you're going to do this because you know, I'm, yeah. I'm saying whatever for me. Cause I've had experiences where I tell, I have told people like multiple times, like, don't do this. And they continue to do the thing and cross that line because I never held them accountable or held myself accountable with, um, the logical response of like a consequence. And that's what ends up um, making you blow up, right? Is like a person keeps stepping on the line, stepping over the line, stepping over the line, right? And then you just keep taking it and taking it and then you mm. blow up yeah. and they're like, they're confused because you never blew up before. Mm. And then now you look crazy because, well, you've never been this serious before. You've never been this angry before. So why are you getting crazy now? Yeah. And, and like, that's not necessarily the healthiest or best way to set that up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To set up your boundaries. You got to hold yourself accountable. And that's what's, um, like, a, a more difficult thing for me. Uh, but I'm, I'm working on it. So that's, that's, like, the new perspective that I have now mm-hmm. is just being like, if you speak to me like this, I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Like, I'm just not going to talk to you. Yeah right now or i'm not going to talk to you about this like we're not about to have this conversation i'm not going to participate in this conversation like you know what i mean yeah so that's and that's you know carlton and i have spoken about taking your power back and that's Mm -hmm. a part of taking your power back 
is being like, you can't, because you can't control them, right? Yeah. People are going to people. You can't control them at all. So, but yeah. what can you control? You can control yourself. And so that's it. You got to step away. You got to step away. And it's, and like, it's easier said than done because obviously if you care about a person, you're just like, yeah. just fucking do this thing yeah. or don't do this thing. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like, I feel like sometimes people push those boundaries because they're like fucking with you or that, you know, they're joking around or maybe they're just that kind of person. Um, and so, because it, has it really ever gotten anywhere? Like, I want everybody and you to think about it. Like, if you were just like, hey, don't don't talk to me like that or whatever. Like, with like a, a shittier person. Someone you don't really care about too much. Like, has that really gotten anywhere but just get you frustrated mm -hmm. if they don't listen? And sometimes you just have to remove yourself from a situation. And I know not every situation is safe to remove yourself. Yeah. And that requires, you know, more things that you have to do. But um, for the, the simpler things or the, you know, the safer things, like sometimes you just got to just got to remove yourself. At the end of it, it said something about like they're not going to know unless you say something. Yes. So you have to at least say something. Yes. You know, it yeah. might not necessarily be that they're going to listen. <laughs> right. Because once again, you can't control <laughs> them. But you got to stand up for yourself and you got to say like, hey, I'm not OK with this. And if they don't like it, OK. Right. But we're grown-ups, so we got to, you know, we got to at least attempt to communicate and not, like, yeah. you know, be guessing, like, left yeah. up to guessing. Because ain't nobody, nobody's a fucking mind reader. I'm like, there are situations where you can kind of, like, piece things together yeah. and be yeah. like, okay, I can understand why they're mad. But, you know, sometimes you have no fucking clue. And then the other thing is if you telling a story in your head, you're a, st a storyteller, like, then they could, you know, you could be totally fucking wrong or the other person could be totally fucking wrong as to why you're upset. The boundary is loving and respecting yourself enough to not be treated a certain way. Yeah. Excuse me. And, um, like you said, it really is taking back your power because no one, no one wants to be stripped of that and I, I forgot the the term but no one wants to be spoken to like they're a child mm -hmm. especially if it's you're an adult mm -hmm. there have some respect for that you know so um yeah the boundary is do you love yourself enough to not put up with x y and z and mm -hmm. x y and z is the boundary um I don't remember which therapist said that shit, but they was, I was like, damn. Yeah. You're fucking right. No, that, that was like, very well put. Carlton told me that because of one of the boundaries that I was speaking to him about that I'm trying to set. And it, it wasn't fully clicking. Mm -hmm. And then the second time that we talked about it after said boundary got crossed, um, I got it. And just listening to you speak about it right now it really has been helping click like, ah, it's not that don't, don't do this thing because also too, that's kind of, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like when it's approached in that manner, it comes off as parenting. No one wants to fucking be parented by another adult. And like, like I personally, I would not sit here 
and have someone be, I mean, I don't know, because I think I would think about it and be like, oh shit, like if they're coming to me about this, they're upset, I shouldn't do that. Sometimes how you approach things, you know, makes the situation a little murky, but no one wants to be spoken to in a way that is uh, condescending. Yeah. And, you know, come and speak to me like I'm an adult. We're both adults. Let's handle this as adults. Don't don't come at me like I'm below you. It's a, it's about respect. Mm-hmm. Don't don't speak to anyone and as cliche as it is, don't speak to someone the way that you wouldn't want to be spoken to. Come at because it'll also help the outcome. If you're genuinely looking for a solution, going into it with a certain mindset makes or breaks it. Yeah. If you're going in there being ready to shake your finger and parent them, that's not your job. You're not there to parent them. If you do want to work out a solution, your job is to work together towards a solution, not let them know you did this, 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 and this wrong because no one's perfect. You did this, 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 and this wrong too. So, and now the both of you are just... And now, yeah, like... Um, it's just a a thing of respect. Don't talk to another human being like they're fucking shit on your shoe. Even if they are a terrible human being, low, lower, below the lowest level of earth, they still are a human being and you don't want to bring yourself down to that. My dad always says, why are you, um, why are you spending a nickel worth of energy on someone who's worth a penny? And I'm like, damn. God damn, he got me. That's but it, it basically is just that if that person really is just not worth it, mm-hmm. don't go to them in a disrespectful way because now you're just bringing yourself down to them and you're making yourself angry and it's just not worth it ruining your inner peace for someone who you believe is not worth it. Um, so it's just kind of a respect thing and I feel like how you approach certain situations also reflects your respect for yourself as well because if you're going into something rather hostile yeah it really does show what your internal world is looking like because if you're going into something just not level-headed and that's not to say that you shouldn't be acknowledging your emotions because there's times where you just want to blow up. Yeah, for sure. Understandable. But it really does affect you how you go into a certain situation. And then it affects the outcome as well. You can't control what the other person, what, what their reaction might be, but it is up to you to make sure that the conversation that's being had, that you put your best forward in the foot forward in the conversation and that you're doing your best to make sure that it's not blowing up into this really big thing. So yeah, and, and again, like the last part of it, that people aren't mind readers, they're not. So how are, how are you gonna know? Again, yeah, sometimes there's cues where it's like, Okay, yeah, that was a little fucked up. Like maybe maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I could have done this. Yeah. But 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 p- people are not mind readers. Yeah. So something that might upset you 
might not upset them and vice versa. So you also can't be mad at whoever it is that's curb stomping your boundary if you don't say shit. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but you yes you have a right to feel upset because yeah. of what this person is doing yep. but you can't let the fact that you didn't say shit fuel the fire yeah and assume because listen common sense is not that common okay so you can't assume that so like because some people be doing shit and it's like are you mentally ill like what what makes you think this is a good idea but people ain't got sense so to them they're not even thinking about that shit some people genuinely don't think about others' feelings, which is wild. But it is wild. But like, if you're, I have seen it, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn. But it's just like, uh, you know, yeah. there's a certain level of apathy yeah. in this world, you know. And I guess that counterbalances all the fucking people who like feel everything. Yeah, you know. But again, you can't, you can't be upset about that if you're not vocalizing what your boundary is, mm-hmm. and the boundary keeps getting crossed. That's on you, baby girl. Yeah. You need to vocalize that shit and you need to make the decision. Is it worth me vocalizing this or do I just walk away? Yeah. So I I like that last part. Right. It's good because there's a lot of people out here being like they're psychic. They'll figure it out. And then what are you doing? You in the other room just doom scrolling pissed off because you yeah. ha- they have no idea what the fuck is going on so they're just going through their regular ass day mm-hmm. and you're just there like just fucking yeah. mad and it's just like well tell them yeah you gotta communicate absolutely the only way for things to be resolved is to communicate and even if that means losing a friendship losing a relationship mm. in whatever romantic platonic whatever way it might be then that's kind of was just what was meant to happen if if you approach it respectfully yeah it is crazy how good you feel afterwards of being like huh oh my god the weight yes after i talked to carlton about that thing when i tell you it was i was weightless i was like oof because had i not because like before it would take me a little bit longer to get that get that out so i could have been sitting there for two fucking days making up even more stories like, you know what I mean? At this point in my life, I just, I want to be as happy or as peaceful, calm, whatever, all the positive things as much as possible. Yeah. And that means getting shit off your chest real quick. Don't hold on to that thing. Yeah. Don't hold on to it. Say what you got to say. Say it nice. Yeah. But say what you got to say. Yeah. Because it's just like, what, you going to fucking hold that shit till your deathbed? I can't stand that. I can't stand that. Yeah, that's... Like, don't wait. Yeah. So long. You could fix things. You could fix relationships. You yeah. could fix opportunities. Like, just say what you gotta say in the best way that you can. Yeah. And if you ain't got the words, tell the person, you know, I don't have the best words right now. Excuse me if, like, I, I come off a certain type of way. It's not my intention. Yeah. But I need to tell you this thing i need to get this off my chest so that we can have at least a chance at a dialogue to yeah. resolve this i was just like okay so what's your point of the conversation you trying to make them feel stupid like you trying to win mm. you trying to fix it or you trying to vent like what a what's your goal yeah you know and then you can handle it like that yeah but if and here's the thing if your goal is to like make them feel stupid or to win it's not necessarily, it's not always worth it. Sometimes yeah. it is. I'm not going to sit here and lie. 
Sometimes it is. But sometimes it's not. Yeah. And there are always consequences. So just remember that sometimes when you go about it a certain kind of way, it's not always going to be pretty. So you got to be like, is it worth it? The possible repercussions. Yeah, I agree. That was lovely. It's a lovely conversation. That was weird. So now <laughs> we are going to take it to the am I the asshole? Do do do. I'm gonna keep making up songs. Stop. Ah. Stop it. I need Sony Records to sponsor you. Oh yes. Here we go, guys. Here we go now. Are you ready? And there's an update. Oh, shit. Here we go. Am I the asshole yes. for telling? Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend the reason she's always sick is because of her poor hygiene? I have my answer. Proceed. Here we go. I don't think I'm wrong here, but maybe I'm being unreasonable. I don't know. I, 24 female, have been with my girlfriend, 22 female, for about two years now. She's wonderful and I love her a lot. On our very first date, something I noticed was that she didn't seem very concerned with cleanliness. Something to note is that masks were still mandatory where we live, and so COVID was concerned, there were COVID concerns, um... Uh, Sorry, COVID concerns were very much still a thing. We ended our date by grabbing a snack that she wanted us to bring back to her place. We got there and she immediately started taking everything out without washing her hands. Maybe I'm just a clean freak, but this surprised me a little. I brushed it off until she excitedly tried to get me to try some charcuterie jelly she had. She did this by dipping her finger directly into the jar and holding it out for me to try. At this point, I felt pretty icky about it and jokingly said something like, and get a taste of all that stuff we were touching earlier. We were out and about public transit. Oh, oh my God. Oh, nah. She said this flavored with grind. Oh, my God. Stop. (laughs) She seemed a little embarrassed, but agreed that that was a little gross, but still didn't wash her hands. This was the first day we knew each other. To this day, I have not witnessed her wash her hands with anything more than water, and even that takes me asking multiple times. She will go about her whole day, use the washroom, etc., without washing her hands. She loves finding treasures when we're walking around, like abandoned toys, household stuff, clothes, etc., even if they are visibly very dirty. She touches everything and anything, doesn't wash her hands. She also showers maybe twice a week, doesn't use soap there either. The only time she washes her hair or uses soap to clean her body is when I literally do it for her, which she says she enjoys. This wouldn't bother me so much if it weren't for a few things. She likes to cook for me. She loves to dip her fingers into jars and drink straight from bottles instead of using silverware and cups. She touches my face a lot, and to be honest, she stinks. And on to my main point, she is always sick. She tends to be very sensitive and gets very upset if she thinks that I'm implying that she's gross in any way. So I try to be as gentle as possible when encouraging her to wash herself. Eventually, I guess I got fed up with 
when she was complaining about being sick again and said that maybe the reason she keeps getting colds, COVID, etc., is because her hygiene isn't very good. She got really quiet, cried a bit, and now she thinks that I think she is disgusting and cries whenever I bring up washing hands or anything like that. She used to just laugh and brush it off, but now she seems really upset by it. I don't know what else to do, and I feel like a jerk, but I don't think I did anything wrong either. Okay, and here is the um, an edit. I'm getting a lot of the same questions here, and I'm going to respond to some. What about when we're intimate? I'm a top. We pretty much only use toys and a strap, and I don't like receiving. Ever. Not just from her. So yeah, I'm not concerned about getting UTIs from that. I only go down on her after she's had a thorough shower. Done by me. Have you ever asked why she doesn't want to wash? Why she doesn't like soap? Yeah, and she usually brushes it off with humor or starts crying. The little information I've been able to gather is that her parents were kind of neglectful, but not really teaching her about this stuff. She also used to be bullied for being the smelly kid at school, and past partners have called her gross. She claims to not like the soap I have, even though I have several different types. Bar, liquid, castile. Castile? Castile? Castile. Castile or castile? unscented baby soap she also claims to be a dirty hippie or a raccoon girl i don't know what that means and i think she just considers this like a quirky personality trait you're too gross for being with her yeah well i feel gross when she touches me shares a bed with me touches my things cooks for me i always change my sheets after she leaves and i clean everything i can usually get away with not eating what she cooks as i'm vegetarian and she usually cooks with meat the odd time she cooks something vegetarian i'll insist on doing the veggie cleaning and chopping and dump it in the pan or whatever for her so minimal touching on her part i know a lot of people don't wash their hands often but i have always washed mine frequently and i sanitize my phone every day i don't like feeling this way but the way she reacts makes me feel like i'm overreacting I'm sorry, guys, this is a really long one. If I knew she was like this on the first date, why did I keep dating her? Why are you monitoring her bathroom and hygiene habits so closely? You're a creep. It's one of those things that sort of builds up over time and you don't really see how bad it is until you're deep into it. I was in a long-term abusive relationship prior to this and I'm not trying to compare this to abuse, but it's the same idea of a little problem snowballing until one day you're like, damn, this is bad. I knew her hygiene wasn't 100% right away, but I didn't know it was literally non-existent until we started spending prolonged period of time together um, at each other's places and using the bathroom with each other in the room versus alone with the door closed. Then I'd see her in the shower just standing there under the water, not lathering up, using the toilet, then just rinsing her hands with water etc. She complains that she doesn't like the soap I have, but I tell her that I have multiple soaps, so pure, uh, so surely she must be okay with one of them. But no, she just hates using soap, period. And I'll give you the update once we're done. So, are they the asshole? No. I know. Yep. 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 Like, um, initially I definitely was like, I do feel bad mm-hmm. that she said, you know, the whole, her parents not necessarily teaching her proper hygiene and that she was made fun of and stuff like that. Yeah. And just because you're made fun of something doesn't mean that it's gonna, it's gonna motivate you to change it. Yeah. That, you know. Yep. So sometimes it makes it worse. Ooh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I do feel bad in that sense yeah. that this is 
definitely something deeper than just not wanting to shower because you feel lazy or something like that or you're feeling really depressed that day so you so you're you just want to stay in bed and you don't want to shower no soap at all that yeah like (laughs) there's something like fundamentally wrong yeah about that and yeah like it's deep this is something deeper than like i said just not wanting to take shower because you feel lazy so I think that's something that definitely she should seek professional help about because there's a deeper rooted cause. Um, but I don't think that she's an asshole, the the person that wrote that. Because somebody's got to tell her. Yeah. like I Someone don't, has to tell her. Yeah. Like you kind of can't just be breezing through life doing shit. And not being told what you're doing. So that's what I'm saying. And it's just like I'm sorry. No. You could continue what you're saying. No, I'm just okay. sitting here like there's fucking staff and her peanut butter. Like I don't know. No, like, literally that's why when <laughs> when you were saying all that stuff about like cooking and cleaning and stuff like that, I was like, homegirl about to get a staph infection because like her boo thing made fucking a salad like nuts. But no, seriously. I think how they went about it was really, really respectful and considerate of their feelings. And from the way that it was written, it didn't sound like they were abrasive or really mean about it. It sounds like they were trying to be as sensitive and delicate as they could be. And I think that's nice. And then um, sometimes that doesn't always work and you have to be a little bit more stern, yeah, which they then were. But yeah, yeah. also too, I'm sorry, but... After multiple times, I'm not going to be nice about your fucking fecal matter infested hands whipping me up a peanut butter and jelly. Like that's, no, you and your defecate, was it defecation? Yeah, I think that's a Mm -hmm. term for pooping. Like, yes, all that can add to the flavor of yo sandwich, not mine. Like, I'm sorry, but... There is a line that needs to be drawn. Because also, too, that's a health risk at that point. That is a health risk. The bacteria? Like, no. You getting fucking... I'm just... You know what I'm thinking about as well? Like, she cooks meat. That That's the other thing, too. Like you about Salmonella? To, I literally was going to be like, yo, you about to get a chicken quesadilla with a side of E. coli. Like, that's... No, no. Oh my God. It's just like, yeah, I, I honestly, it felt like when she said, you know, it's cause your hygiene isn't so good. That's probably why you're getting sick all the time. Like I'm yeah. wondering, like there was probably a little bit of irritation and, and yes. so it's just like, but I still don't think you're the asshole. If you've had to like continuously, like the only time girl, the only time you go down on her is when you wash her coochie yourself so that you know, it's good. I could never. I could never. I'm sorry. I understand that this woman has, you know, some trauma. Some, some trauma and like her parents were fucking neglectful as shit. But at the same time, it's just like she's like, I get that it's triggering. I get that she like is upset about it and she cries every time you bring it up. But like you got to think to yourself. Are you going to be able to handle this? And also, this isn't your job to help her with her trauma in this in this capacity. Like, th- you need a professional. Yeah. Because she avoids all soap. She, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, she don't wash her hair. She don't wash her body. She don't wash her hands after cooking. Like, it's, I just, you know, it's just, it's just, oof. Yeah, definitely unfortunate for that. It is unfortunate. It is. There's something going on there. There is something going on. Yeah. The way that it it was brought about, I I don't think they were an asshole. And like, honestly, I. Are you ready for the update? Can I guess? Sure. Okay. They broke up. Yes. I'm a fucking genius, bro. Here is is why. Ready? Did she say something about her hygiene? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say the tables have turned. You're funny. Thank you for all the comments you guys left on my post. It gave me a lot to think about. It was a slap in the face I needed, I guess. Most of you were really nice about it, but the consensus seemed to be that she needs therapy and I'm gross if I stay with her. And yeah, I feel really gross, and I don't want to feel that way. It's interesting that a lot of you suggested she may be autistic or ADHD because she isn't either of those as far as she knows, but I am both autistic and have ADHD, LOL. I have been in therapy for some time. She has been to therapy on and off since she was a kid. Weird stuff with her parents mostly. They weren't very good to her. Anyway, I gave it a lot of thought, and I've realized that my boundaries basically become non-existent in a relationship. I keep letting things slide that I really don't want to. I'm allowing myself to be uncomfortable for her sake, and I've done this in the past, but I don't want to do it anymore. Hell yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I decided I'd be very direct with her, and we either get on the same page or I'm done. See? This is getting somewhere. Now that's communication. So I very plainly asked her, why doesn't she want to wash herself? She cried, sobbed about how gross I think she is, but I asked again, and eventually she told me that she just likes when I do it for her. She wants to feel pampered and cared for, and it is definitely a kinky thing. She wants to be a dirty pet that I can clean up, and she thought I was into it. That's it. No other reason. I never said that I was into it, but I guess I led her to believe otherwise by agreeing to wash her hair and her body from time to time. Honestly, I can't believe that I put up with this for so long. She is a really great girl otherwise, but yeah, this is a deal breaker for me. I told her this and that I didn't want to have to wash her, and she just absolutely broke down. Seems to be a deal breaker for her too. She wants someone who will treat her like a pampered pet, so we are done. Anyway, thanks again, guys. I can't believe this is how it ended up, but I guess I'm happier for it. I will never ignore bad hygiene again. That's fucking wild. Bro said victorian era royalty because they used to not bathe and then i believe that they would have their servants bathe them that's wow so it's a kink- i think that was a cop-out also it's a about thing. the whole um well i i thought you liked it and it was ki- if, if she's mentioning to you multiple times like your hygiene your hygiene your hygiene You'd still think that she's kinky? No. Girl, you, you never asked for it. her consent. You were you were trying to reason and like yeah, I feel like that was a cop out. Because like it's in I have a lot of friends in the kink community and they will tell you consent. 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 Like this is super important. Okay, so she said yeah to washing you a couple of times. Because because she was fucking tired of smelling you but like you never talk to her about this kink that you have i'm telling you it was a cop-out there is no way that homegirl genuinely thought that was a kink when she has mentioned multiple times about her hygiene and like had talks with her like it's i from what was written 
it doesn't sound like homie was like, you know, okay with the whole hygiene thing being non-existent. If it was a kink, don't you think that would have been brought up or she would have done it more often if it really was a kinky thing? Like, nah, cop out. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. But point blank period, if you got a kink, just talk about it. I'm glad that she finally like, like, and that's how she held her boundaries. Yeah. She was just like, yo, like, what's up with this? And it's just like, I can't, I don't want to yeah. like, and, and she stood by it. Good you know her. what I mean? It's unfortunate that they didn't make it, but you know, that's just not your person and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, but God damn. I could not imagine. I could not imagine. That's just, oh my God. Mm-mm. Are you fucking nuts? Mm-hmm. I'm going to touch the, I mean, I'm going to eat the potatoes. You have that to you change touch the sheets every time she comes over. Nuts. Nah, oh my God. Comes over. Oh that's my funny. God. Yeah, no, that's, that's. That's how you know I fucking mean it. Because the accent comes out. That's oh, crazy. shit. That's actually crazy. Change the sheets? Now you got to change, like, you know what? I bet you, like, at some point you had to be strategic about it. So it's just like there's the peanut butter and jelly from when this bitch come over, and there's the peanut butter and jelly from when she ain't here. I would make sure that shit is marked or, like, rip the label off and make sure I don't get them bitches messed up and be like, oh, you coming over today? Just fucking switch out the, the shit. It's like this the one with the E. coli and this the one that's safe. Like, yeah. oh, my, oh. Mm, mm. I thought you were going to say about the sheets because that's literally what I was thinking just – their bed grew like four inches because <laughs> just all the sheets, the layers of sheets, just rip one off every time. Oh, but. my God. Just communicate. Yeah. That's really what it is. And I'm glad that she stuck with her boundaries because, girl, even, if, even though you are a top, like, I'm just thinking about those fucking toys just melting in the corner. <laughs> they come out sizzling. It's just all fucking melted. They're just dripping. Um, from the movie Robots, where Aunt Fanny farts and the light post dies, <laughs> and he's like, "Water, water!" And it's like, Ehh! and then you see like the the white tape outline of the lamp post because he <laughs> died. Excuse me, baby, please see a doctor. Literally was a toy. That shit went in, and then it came out, and he's like, <coughs> "I commend you for ha- trying to have some understanding, because she made it seem like it was trauma instead of a kink thing. Yeah, and that's fucked up and manipulative. I think, I think there was some trauma rooted in it. Because uh, yeah, absolutely. In yeah. the end, I think she said, but." I think I think there is some trauma rooted in it, but to blame it all on trauma and to be like, oh yeah, by the way, it's also like a kinky thing. Like, mm, bitch, that shit got me so mad for her. When I read the update, I was like, you fucking kidding me? Because yeah. at first I started to feel bad for her. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now I'm like, I feel less bad because how dare you? Maybe that that is her king. Yeah. But you're not gonna sit here and say, I thought you liked it. When homie has mentioned multiple times. It's like, you go wash your hands? Yeah. You like, wash your hands? 
Mm-hmm. Your fucking cooter is harvesting something. <laughs> like, no. No. You know how they say, like, like fucking bacteria? fertilizer in there. I was going to say, it's kind of like how um, certain bacterias, fest- well, bacteria in general, yeah. does better in warmer environments. Oh, my God. Oh, she got yeasties for days. The yeast. She got everything in there. Wow. Anyways, so that's why I'm at the asshole. Uh, Dom, what do you have to say to the people? Fucking watch your, wash your cooch. Like, wash, wash everything. Your, yes, yes. I was about to say, wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like, listen, you know, wash. sometimes, sometimes, yeah, depression does do that to you. Yes, where absolutely. you feel like, ugh, I don't want to shower. But. It, you'll feel better when you get out. Yes, you'll feel better. Hygiene is very important, kids. Yes. So thousand percent. Wash your hands after using the restroom. Wash, wash your genitals. Wash your genitals. Get under the pits. Get in between yeah. the toes. Get yeah. behind the ears. Yeah. Get in the belly button. That's a whole nother conversation. For get in that belly button. button. Nasty. Get Nasty. in there. Get in there. Fucking belly button jelly all over the. Stop ones. calling it fucking jelly. <laughs> you gotta stop calling it. You gotta stop fucking call it a jelly. Sorry, I call it jam. Oh god. Ugh. But yes, you have to wash your things. Wash yeah, wash just, you. Wash you. Hygiene <laughs> is cool, kids. Hygiene is cool. Public service to, announcement. Yeah, contrary to popular belief, hygiene is actually really cool. And men also. Like, we not about to sit here and just shame everybody. Everybody. Wash. Wash. Yes. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. They're like, it's attractive when someone has good hygiene. Oh my god! It's very attractive. It's so oh, sexy. When they smell good. Oh, hug nope. me again. I guess it's time for the affirmations. Yes. Today's affirmation is Dove fucking body wash. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, oh my god. So our affirmations for today, affirmations. which mm. we hope that. <laughs> <laughs> Like a piece of bread. <laughs> I just didn't know it in here. So, yeah, we hope that these affirmations sit with you, whether it's now or it takes a little bit of time to resonate. Um, or maybe you can vocalize it to somebody else and it'll help them because let's all love and help one another. Yes. Um, and if it doesn't, well, I, I, I guess you're just... A loser. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're not a loser. So our first one is, I am grounded, centered, and stable. Stable like a table, girl. Ooh. And the second one bars. is, bar, bars! Mic drop. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, the second one is, I have the power to control my emotions. Mm-hmm. I think that one hits. Yeah, one hits. It does hit. So yes, we hope that those resonate yes. and that you're having a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, week, life. life. <gasps> Shake my other hand because the other one has bread. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and Mellard. What is the last thing? Ding ding ding. Patreon. Patreon. Yes, for five. Show them. Five dollars a month. 
you have access to behind the scenes footage footage footage, footage. an extra episode so, so so and also asmr yes yes that is what we got going on for g and yes. what is our handle millard we are talk yo shift uh, uh, uh. talk yo shift uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. check us out we got a lot of stuff there mm-hmm. you gonna want to see because we so silly yeah we are very silly yeah you ready yeah all right see you later bye, bye. have a good day